If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer or whatever device you have. You know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you uh, so it can be heard on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I mean, a lot more. Mine is on there also. You know, I totally recommend it. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, um, you know, listenership. Like, you don't have to have a minimum. Like, every time somebody click and play that thing, man, you're getting paid, man. I'm dead serious. I know that because that's why I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. You know, um, and what I want you guys to do is go to uh, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor F. Anchor.fm to get started. You know, that's anchor.fm to get started. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey, and uh, I'm getting ready to start this show in a hot second. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, get that Anchor FM app. And holla at your boy. You can call it magic, you can call it mystery, but you are going to call me. The Honorable DJ Mellow Monkey. Good morning, everyone. It's your girl, Raya X, with her daily hip-hop exclusives. Tuning in on The Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Radio Show. Smoke Curb Talks Rehab While Urging Fans to Seek Help for Drug Addiction. Smoke Perp recently stopped by the Hip Hop DX offices in Hollywood to talk about his career, which has evolved from uploading tracks on SoundCloud to working with Gucci Mane and Kanye West. During the conversation, Perp revealed he removed the Kanye verse from his new album, Dead Star 2, because he knew the song didn't fit Ye's new gospel-inspired brand. Then the topic shifted to mental health and addiction. When asked if record labels should be supplying artists with therapists, Perp got honest and said, I definitely feel like if they need it, they should be that should be the label's job to keep the artist's mental health intact. While he has not directly attended a therapy session himself, the the South Florida rapper admitted to checking himself into a rehab facility for a couple of weeks in the past. I kind of knew I wanted to go when Peep died, he said, referring to his friend and collaborator Lil Peep who died of a drug overdose in 2017. Perb admitted he initially wasn't planning on talking about the experience, stating, if I talked about drugs, then I can talk about going to rehab. I don't want my fans going through what I'm going through. If people think it's cool because I did that, then y'all got to think it's cool to go to rehab because I did it. He said he stopped drinking lean completely a few weeks, few months ago and urged his fans to seek help if they need. I just want to say that I just want to say that's not where it's at. He empathetically stated, if you feel like you're addicted to drugs and you need to talk to somebody, then you should. If you feel like you're addicted to something, then you shouldn't be embarrassed to talk to somebody. If you need help, then go get help. If you want to live, then you got to do it. I agree with what Smoke Perp is saying, but at the same time, I can personally say that a lot of the artists of this generation, when X died, 
they all, when XX Tentacion died, they all said the same thing. They all said they were gonna stop doing drugs, they were gonna be clean, go to a therapist, go to a psychiatrist, stop taking drugs, and all this BS. But then they, but a few months later, they continue, continue to do the drugs, like continuously do the drugs, and I'm not understanding that. Yeah, but I do agree with what he's saying at the moment. You know, if you, if you feel like you're addicted to something and you really feel like there's no way of you moderating it and, you know, taking it in moderation and being mindful, then I suggest you guys need to see a therapist, see someone or anyone close to you that can help you. If somebody really truly gives a fuck, like family, friends wise, they will sit there and try to stop you from doing these idiotic things. Your health comes first, you matter. Our lives matter, you know what I mean? I know what it feels like to lose somebody close to you. I know what it feels like to see somebody in pain, to see somebody go through something each and every day. It makes me emotional because there's a lot of people that matter in this world and they continuously doing stupid shit to harm themselves. There's a lot of people out there that give a fuck about your worth. Maybe you don't, but there's a lot of people here that give a fuck about your worth. Molly Ma accused of drugging and raping fitness model. Molly Ma has found himself on the wrong side of the law once again. According to TMZ, the veteran producer has been accused of drugging and raping 26-year-old fitness and clothing model Quayshe Davis. She says she met up with Molly at his Los Angeles home last January to discuss her fitness business. There she was introduced her former adult film star Jayla Fox. She claims Molly had Fox bring her a mixed drink made with Hennessy. After she drank it, she became dizzy, then blacked out. The lawsuit states she then remembered waking up to a masseuse rubbing her body. Molly allegedly slapped her face in, in an effort to keep her conscious and reportedly said, you're my new bitch and you're my Jayla number two. Dav Davis says Molly also offered her cocaine, forced her to perform oral sex, on him and roughly penetrated her. She wanted Molly to stop, but she says he put more of his weight on her. She feared for her life and worried that he would crush or choke her to death. The docs also allege Fox and Molly, Fox and Molly Spike Davis drink with MDA, MA, ecstasy, Davis claims after going in and out of consciousness that day. She woke up surrounded by several other naked women in a hypersexualized environment. Although Davis says she tried to escape, Molly allegedly threatened to kill her and called her a stupid dumb nigger. Finally, Molly passed out and Fox took her to urgent care where medical personnel found her injuries were consistent with rape. Davis is suing him for sexual battery, false imprisonment, gender violence, and infliction of emotional and physical distress. A rep for Molly called Davis claim a blatant attempt at extortion, adding there is absolutely no 
factual basis or merit in this case. Molly ran into trouble last year when he was arrested for running a prostitution ring. He pleaded guilty last October. Wow, are you fucking kidding me? What is up with these fucking people? Are you guys fucking mentally ill? Are you fucking sick? You need to go, you need to, go to a mental institution. Something's fucking wrong with you. If you're constantly sitting here raping women and fucking molesting them and fucking degrading them, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You telling me you can't find a woman that genuinely likes you and genuinely wants to fucking touch you? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? You have all the money in the fucking world. You're over here fucking drugging women and shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? Damn, I have no fucking comment. You deserve everything that comes to you. That's really ridiculous. God, I can't I cannot believe this crap. It's disgusting. Cardi B calls Donald Trump a terrorist while watching Iran crisis. <laughs> Cardi B, who is no stranger to criticizing Donald Trump, has lambasted him once again. The Atlantic Records artist labeled the president a terrorist on Instagram after watching a Nightline report about the United States and Iran crisis. In her social media post, Cardi shared a clip of Iranian man crying while speaking to a reporter. When asked what message he had for Americans, the man replied, we love Americans, but we hate your president. Voice of Iranians, Cardi wrote in her caption, they not terrorists, Trump is. Tensions between the US and Iran have escalated after a US drone strike killed General Qasem Soleimani, the leader of the country's Q's force on January 3rd. Days later, Iran responded by pulling out of commitments from a 2015 nuclear deal. On Tuesday, January 7th, Iran launched missile strikes on two Iraqi bases, bases housings, U.S. forces. Trump said there were no American casualties and claimed Iran was standing down on Wednesday, January 8th. Trump justified ordering an airstrike against Soleimani due to their allegedly being an imminent threat. Doubts over the justification have emerged since Soleimani's death. Former presidents Barack Obama and George W. Bush both declined opportunities to kill the general during their respective ten tenures in office due to concerns over the aftermath. I do agree with Cardi B stating that um, Trump is a terrorist. I believe that the the um, U.S. Army, the U.S. military in general, are killing innocent fucking people. There's kids, there's families being fucking tortured, raped, killed, shot for no reason. No reason at all. These people were not attacking the United States. They were not doing, causing any type of harm towards the United States. All these wars, for what? For what, to see who, who big shit? Who owns shit, who runs shit? What kind of childish bullshit is that?
do something for the country that actually gonna help. Do something for the country. Help our fucking kids that are fucking starving. Help females that are being raped. Help. Just help people. What the fuck? You guys ain't helping none. Period. You guys are killing innocent folk. Each and every motherfucking day, bruh. What the fuck kind of shit is that? What is that gonna do for the United States? What is that gonna do for this country? Absolutely nothing. They're protecting us from absolutely nothing. They're starting this war. They're creating this war. If they would have left goddamn Iran alone, none of this shit would be fucking happening. So shout out to Cardi B. I agree with you, goddamn. <laughs> Charlemagne the God gives DJ Envy with a load of his balls and butt. <laughs> Charlemagne the God was evidently still in the holiday spirit during a recent episode of The Breakfast Club. So like any good co-worker would do, he decided to bring DJ Envy a special Christmas gift he'll never forget. In a clip of the momentous occasion, Charlemagne claims Envy is constantly flirting with him as he pulls out a white box with a gold ribbon. Envy grabs the box, noticeably excited. He's then asked to read the tag which says, ho, 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 happy holidays, love Charlemagne the God. As Envy unwraps the mysterious unpackage, he quickly realizes he isn't getting the headphones he was expecting. Instead, Envy receives a jiggly fold of Charlemagne's rear end. As he starts to inspect the strange gift, he suddenly shrieks in horror, is this balls? Is that your balls? At this point, Charlemagne can barely contain his laughter as he points out there's a lifelike hole included and encourages Envy to put his thumb in it. I am not putting my thumb in your butt, he yells, but then he does it anyway. The unexpected co-host later adds, I don't know how to feel about this. This is uncalled for. You're flirting with me. I just might take this to human resources. Charlemagne then demands a thank you to which Envy obliges. It only gets weirder from there. One thing I want to say about that shit is like, yo, for real, Charlemagne, out of all the things you could have got Envy, my nigga, really? I seen what it looked like. Dude, that shit look crazy as fuck. And I cannot believe Envy for real. Yo, Envy really put his fucking thumb in the motherfucker's ass. <laughs> like, that shit was crazy, but I thought it was pretty funny, man. That that shit funny as hell. I like that gift. Shout out to Charlemagne, man. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. French Montana accuses 50 Cent of being a snitch and provides receipts. 50 Cent and French Montana have been trading shots at one another since the start of the new year. But according to the Morocco-born rapper, their EB is about to come to a close. On Tuesday night, January 7th, Montana hit up Instagram and accused 50 of being a snitch. He included paperwork listing Curtis Jackson, aka 50 Cent, as a government informant and once again compared the power mogul to Takashi 69 where i'm from it doesn't get 
no worse than this, a real life rat. He wrote in the caption, wow, 5-9 is the government informant and here's the paperwork to prove it. I swear, this is my last post. This beef is over. He already called the system on me. I had to put the nail in the coffin. How can you support anything this guy do? Like father, like son. His name is highlighted just in case you can't find the dinosaur. LOL. Word to IRB and black child. Go drop that. Montana and 50's online battle began when 50 clowned the unforgettable artist for buying an old Bugatti, attempting to defend his roughly 1.8 million dollar purchase he referred to 50 as a dinosaur and let the snitch accusations begin to fly 50 fired back with a photo of wrench montana fixing a broken down vehicle over the weekend montana took it up a notch and leaked a clip of power ahead of its mid-season premiere infuriating the show's fans in the process on Wednesday, January 8th, 50 took a subtle jab at Montana's luxury vehicle again via Instagram, but made no reference to the snitch paperwork. That's nice new shit. He captioned a clip of a new Mercedes. Number 8 power is back to it. Man, man, man. The whole French Montana 50 cent shit. Man, 50 Cent been a snitch, my nigga. 50 Cent been a snitch way before this whole fucking 6 9 shit, for real. Like, this nigga been snitching back in the day, dog. I understand, like, you understand. <laughs> What's funny to me is, like, uh, French over here calling him a snitch and shit, finding out all this paperwork. To be honest, all he, he did that shit because of the, you know, the the whole Bugatti this. You feel me? That shit, that whole situation funny as fuck for real. Like, I just, I just, that shit pity. That, that shit just straight up pity. Like, it's like, oh, okay, you want to talk about me? I'm going to go ahead and talk about you. Like, what the fuck kind of shit is it? What are we, kids? Come on, dog. Like, I think, I ain't gonna lie. Um, That post was funny as fuck. The, the shit with French and shit. He had 50 with um 6ix9ine's hair on his head and shit. And fucking 6ix9ine's tats and some fuck the bass teeth and shit. But I still think that whole shit childish as fuck, my nigga. Like, y'all beefing on the internet and shit. Like, what the fuck really going on, G? What the fuck really going on? Like, I just, it's like, bro, like, why, my nigga, why? And for real, 50, my nigga? Just because, you know, French over here pulling out the receipts and shit, you really gonna put, you really, really gonna, gonna fucking start some problems, my nigga? It's not my fault that your ass is snitch. It's not his fault your ass is snitch. You mad because he telling the world that you a snitch when everybody done been knew that? <coughs> Other than some of the kids in my fucking era, my nigga? You been a snitch for years, dog. You thought everybody forgot? 
What the fuck kind of shit going on, my nigga? It's just sad, like, I don't know, dog. But at the same time, I can understand why niggas is snitching, dog. Like, you feel me? 50 took this boy under his wing, you know what I'm saying? And whether he knew what was going on or not, if you fucking knew, it's like, come on, dog. You really gonna, you really gonna let this little boy fuck his life up like that over some bread? Y'all niggas really don't give a fuck about nobody, for real. The industry ain't nothing but fucking plugs and shit. Industry plugs. That's what the hell Takashi was, an industry club. But other than that, my nigga, off the topic with um, Takashi, my thing is, dude, stop this. Stop the whole drama on the internet, dude. It ain't even worth it, dog. Like, it's not, it, it's, dude, it's just getting old, bro. Like, cut it out. Cut it out, y'all adults. Cut it out. Joe Budden labels Ari Lennox insecure for Rottweiler response and promptly gets roasted. It takes ample amounts of courage to confront bullying head on, especially on a public platform such as Twitter. But Ari Lennox took action earlier this month after she and Tiana Taylor were targeted for their looks, admitting being labeled a Rottweiler was hurtful. You want to talk about how people are sensitive? They want us to cancel freedom of speech, she said in part. Why is this your speech? Why are you so comfortable tearing down black women? Rather than see that as signs of strength, the always outspoken Joe Budden decided to label Lennox insecure during a recent episode of the Joe Budden podcast. (coughs) Does anything about the Ari Lennox thing scream insecurity to you he said insecurity how you feel about you versus how how what people feel about you versus how what people feel about you does to how you feel about you insecurity and while there are maybe variations of it or different reasons of why it stems insecurity is insecurity joe budden comments weren't well received twitter instantly pounced on the slaughterhouse vet and called his assessment of the situation disgusting i personally man i personally don't even believe that joe Bunnin is being disgusting with his response i personally believe that her reacting that way is her being insecure because if it wasn't bothering her she wouldn't say anything about it like it's just a comment you have to understand there's a lot of hurtful and hateful people in the world that's gonna say fucked up shit about you you know what i mean that's just how the industry is that's how society is that's how people are that's how life is you have to take life by the balls man that's how life is somebody's gonna comment and say something terrible about you not because you know they hate you and stuff like that that's just how people are that's life i personally don't think joe bunnin is wrong at all i i really don't think so i i personally think yes ari 
you're entitled to your opinion and entitled to to feel. I'm not saying you're not entitled to feel about anything, but my thing is you took it too far. You know what I mean? That's you took it too far. Point is plain and simple. Lizzo assists Australian wildfire victims by volunteering at food bank. Lizzo evidently took time out of her Australian tour to help wildfire victims at a food donation charity in Melbourne called Food Bank. According to Insider, volunteers had been informed of a special visit by someone, but they had no idea it would be the Grammy Award-nominated artist. Needless to say, the charity was pleasantly surprised by her appearance. Safe to say, everyone was freaking out. Even the CEO looked so excited. A volunteer explained, just shocked that it was really her and that she would make the time to come to the food bank. Food bank shared an image showing Lizzo packing food hampers and sorting donations while dressing in orange safety vest and blue cleaning gloves. The caption read, Beautiful Lizzo stopped our food bank warehouse, stopped by our food warehouse today. What a star. She even packed campers for fire affected regions. Wow. The volunteer also revealed Lizzo gave an emotional speech expressing her sincere support and love for Australia. She gave a little speech about how much she's always wanted to come to Australia and was sad that she that this coincided with the trip, but then saw it as an opportunity to come and spread awareness and to do what she can while she's here, the volunteer said. A bit starstruck, but genuinely impressed by Lizzo in real life. The volunteer added, she just really boosted morale and was so happy to take pictures and talk to everyone there. Pictures don't do her justice. She is radiant and just as kind and welcoming as you would hope. The Australian wildfires have claimed the lives of 27 people since the blazes began last September. Over 2,000 homes have been destroyed. Thousands of people have been evacuated and over a billion animals are estimated to have perished. Okay, one thing I really want to say about Lizzo volunteering is that is amazing. For someone that's just started making music and being in the music industry, and being able to give out to people in need is very respected in the industry. And one thing I really want to say is a lot of people judge her based upon her looks, but it's not about looks, y'all. It's about music. It's about inspiration. It's about helping others, putting towards the community and spreading positivity and spreading that love. Because if you don't spread that positivity and love, you will not receive that back. You're going to receive nothing but negativity and negative entities into your life. So I just want to say thank you, Lizzo. We support everything that you do. We love you.
French Montana accuses 50 Cent of being a snitch and provides receipts. 50 Cent and French Montana have been trading shots at one another since the start of the new year. But according to the Morocco-born rapper, their e-beef is about to come to a close. On Tuesday night, January 7th, Montana hit up Instagram and accused 50 of being a snitch. He included paperwork listing Curtis Jackson, a.k.a. 50 Cent, as a government informant and once again compared the power mogul to Takashi 69 Where I'm from, it doesn't get no worse than this, a real-life rat, he wrote in the caption. Wow, 5-9 is a government informant, and here's the paperwork to prove it. I swear... This is my last post. This beef is over. He already called the system on me. I had to put the nail in the coffin. How can you support anything this guy do? Like father, like son. His name is highlighted just in case you can't find the dinosaur. LOL. Word to IRV and black child. Go drop that. Montana and 50's online battle began when 50 clowned the unforgettable artist for buying an old Bugatti, attempting to defend his roughly $1.8 million purchase. He referred to 50 as a dinosaur and let the snitch accusations begin to fly. 50 fired back with a photo of Wrench Montana fixing a broken down vehicle. Over the weekend, Montana took it up a notch and leaked a clip of power ahead of its mid-season premiere, infuriating the show's fans in the process. On Wednesday, January 8th, 50 took a subtle jab at Montana's luxury vehicle again via Instagram, but made no reference to the snitch paperwork. That's nice new shit. He captioned a clip of a new Mercedes. Number 8 power is back. Tune in. Man, 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 the whole French Montana 50 Cent shit. Man, 50 Cent been a snitch, my nigga. 50 Cent been a snitch way before this whole fucking 6 9 shit, for real. Like, this nigga been snitching back in the day, dog. I understand, like, you understand. <laughs> What's funny to me is, like, uh, French over here calling him a snitch and shit, finding out all this paperwork. To be honest, all he he did that shit because of the you know the the whole Bugatti this. You feel me? That shit, that whole situation funny as fuck for real. Like I just, I just that shit pit. That that shit just straight up pit. Like. It's like, oh, okay, you want to talk about me? I'm going to go ahead and talk about you. Like, what the fuck kind of shit is it? What are we, kids? Come on, dog. Like, I think, I ain't going to lie. Um, That post was funny as fuck. The, the shit with French and shit. He had 50 with um 6 ix hair on his head and shit. And fucking 6 ix tax and some fuck the bass teeth and shit. But I still think that whole shit childish is fucked, my nigga. Like, y'all beefing on the internet and shit. Like, what the fuck really going on, G? What the fuck really going on? Like, 
I just, it's like, bro, like, why, my nigga, why? And for real, 50, my nigga, just because, you know, French over here pulling out the receipts and shit, you really gonna put, you really, really gonna, gonna fucking start some problems, my nigga? It's not my fault that your ass is snitched. It's not his fault your ass is snitched. You mad because he telling the world that you a snitch when everybody done been knew that? <coughs> Other than some of the kids in my fucking era, my nigga? You been a snitch for years, dog. You thought everybody forgot? What the fuck kind of shit going on, my nigga? It's just sad, like... I don't know, dog. but at the same time, I can understand why niggas is snitching, dog. Like, you feel me? 50 took this boy under his wing, you know what I'm saying? And whether he knew what was going on or not, if you fucking knew, it's like, come on, dog. You really gonna, you really gonna let this little boy fuck his life up like that over some bread? Y'all niggas really don't give a fuck about nobody, for real. The industry ain't nothing but fucking plugs and shit. Industry plugs. That's what the hell Takashi was, an industry plug. But other than that, my nigga, off the topic with um, Takashi, my thing is, dude, stop this. Stop the whole drama on the internet, dude. It ain't even worth it, dog. Like, it's not, it, it's, dude, it's just getting old, bro. Like, cut it out, cut it out, y'all adults, cut it out. Rapper Trick Daddy arrested for alleged cocaine possession. The rapper Trick Daddy was arrested in Florida on Saturday on a cocaine possession charge, according to the Miami-Dade County Clerk of Courts. Trick Daddy, whose real name is Maurice Samuel Young, appeared to be asleep behind the wheel when officers approached his vehicle early in the morning. The Miami Herald reported Young allegedly told the officer he had about five drinks hours earlier at a club in Miami Gardens. According to an arrest affidavit obtained by the Herald, Young said he was dropping someone off and heading home. The rapper had slurred speech and bloodshot, watery, and glassy eyes, and the officer reported smelling alcohol on Young's breath, the Herald reported. Young could not successfully complete a field sobriety test. Young was taken to a police station where officers allegedly found cocaine inside a dollar bill, per the Herald's report. He was arrested and faces one charge of felony cocaine possession. CNN has reached out to the Miami-Dade Department of Corrections and the Miami-Dade Police. It was not immediately clear Sunday whether Young was represented by an attorney. So, about this little drug possession situation, one thing is, I mean, he the only reason he got caught was because he was sleeping uh, behind the wheel. Like... It's common sense. If you're gonna do drugs, make sure you're not fucking driving, my nigga. Like, that is literally the stupidest thing you can do. Literally the stupidest thing. You know you're drugged up. 
Like, you're gonna get locked up, dude. Like, come on now. Like, it's common sense. My thing is, if you're gonna... I, I am not against drugs. But my thing is, if you're going to do them, make sure you are not on the fucking road. <laughs> like, it's common sense, dude. What more can anyone say? God, like... Ugh, I'm sick and tired of these goddamn celebrities getting caught dude you guys have so much money you guys can call ubers uber there's no reason for you to be goddamn driving you have enough money to call an uber you can even call a fancy smancy fucking uber shit god Damn, like you guys don't know the meaning of staying out of fucking trouble. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, why? Like, come on, it's common sense not to do drugs while you're on the road. While you're behind the wheel. Come on, man. Come on. Cardi B says she wants to join Congress to shake things up. Okay, let's see. Atlanta, Georgia, Cardi B recently made headlines for purchasing an Atlanta mansion with an indoor gun range. Now she's trending again for contemplating a career in politics. In a tweet over the weekend, the rapper said she wants to be a politician. I think I want to be a politician. I really love government. I really love government, even though I don't agree with government, she tweeted. In the series of tweets, she attempted to explain her motivation, but didn't say if she would retire retire from her music career. Instead, she expressed an interest in going to school to help reach that goal. I do feel like if I go back to school and focus up, I can be a part of Congress. I did ask have so much ideas that make sense. I just need a couple years of school and I can shake the table. The topic ended with Cardi saying that she'll go in more depth later through a video or a live stream. According to Complex, Cardi has spoken up on political issues for the past two years. She's a critic of President Donald Trump and a supporter of Democratic presidential candidate Senator Bernie Sanders. She interviewed Sanders in the past and they discussed police brutality and their mutual appreciation of the late President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Okay, one thing I really want to say about Cardi B wanting to join Congress is that, honestly, girl, you need to go back to school. <laughs> like, like, I love you and everything. You funny as hell. I think you're intelligent. But I feel like there's still a couple things, Cardi, you need to learn before you step into politics. Considering that, you know, you ain't never... You know, you ain't never did anything that has to do with politics. Excuse me. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinion and whatnot and shit. But I still feel like you need to go to school before you start getting into politics. I think there's a little more things you need to learn before you even step into that field. Because I feel like since you don't know nothing I should say or that much about that field I feel like Congress will eat your ass up politics will eat your ass up so I feel like 
you need to get more information. I feel like you need to study more and, you know, get really get into politics before you start talking about it and start, you know, putting putting your two cents in something. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you're stupid because, Cardi, I don't think you're stupid at all. I think you're one of the most intelligent women out there. But when it comes to politics, honey, I think you need to to learn a little bit more before you step into that field. Smoke Perk Talks Rehab While Urging Fans to Seek Help for Drug Addiction. Smoke Perp recently stopped by the Hip Hop DX offices in Hollywood to talk about his career, which has evolved from uploading tracks on SoundCloud to working with Gucci Mane and Kanye West. During the conversation, Perp revealed he removed the Kanye verse from his new album, Dead Star 2, because he knew the song didn't fit Ye's new gospel-inspired brand. Then the topic shifted to mental health and addiction. When asked if record labels should be supplying artists with therapists, Perp got honest and said, I definitely feel like if they need it, they should be, that should be the label's job to keep the artist's mental health intact. While he has not directly attended a therapy session himself, the, the South Florida rapper admitted to checking himself into a rehab facility for a couple of weeks in the past. I kind of knew I wanted to go when Pete died, he said, referring to his friend and collaborator Lil Peep who died of a drug overdose in 2017. Perb admitted he initially wasn't planning on talking about the experience, stating, if I talked about drugs, then I can talk about going to rehab. I don't want my fans going through what I'm going through. If people think it's cool because I did that, then y'all got to think it's cool to go to rehab because I did it. He said he stopped drinking lean completely a few weeks, few months ago and urged his fans to seek help if they need. I just want to say that th- I just want to say that's not where it's at. He empathetically stated, if you feel like you're ad- addicted to drugs and you need to talk to somebody, then you should. If you feel like you're addicted to something, then you shouldn't be embarrassed to talk to somebody. If you need help, then go get help. If you want to live, then you got to do it. I agree with what Smoke Perp is saying, but at the same time, I can personally say that a lot of the artists of this generation, when X died, they all, when XX Tentacion died, they all said the same thing. They all said they were gonna stop doing drugs, they were gonna be clean, go to a therapist, go to a psychiatrist, stop taking drugs, and all this BS. But then they, but a few months later, they continue, continue to do the drugs, like continuously do the drugs. And I'm not understanding that. Yeah, but I do agree with what he's saying at the moment. You know, if you, if you feel like you're addicted to something and you really feel like there's no way of you moderating it and you know, taking it in moderation, and being mindful, then I suggest you guys need to see a therapist, see someone or anyone close to you that can help you. If somebody really truly gives a fuck, like family, friends wise, they will sit there and try to stop you from doing these idiotic things. Your health comes first, you matter. Our lives matter. You know what I mean? I know what it feels like to lose somebody close to you. I know what it feels like to 
to see somebody in pain, to see somebody go through something each and every day. It makes me emotional because there's a lot of people that matter in this world and they continuously doing stupid shit to harm themselves. There's a lot of people out there that give a fuck about your work. Maybe you don't, but there's a lot of people here that give a fuck about your work. Good morning, everyone. It's your girl, Raya X, with her daily hip-hop exclusives. Tune in on the